Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. You will be so thankful that you tuned into Soul Talks today. We are going to be talking about leading from a rested soul as we are finishing our series on beating burnout. This is the fourth podcast in the series. Hope that you've enjoyed the ones leading up to this. I want to give a shout out to a new friend, Sophia Juan, who's connected with Soul Shepherding on our Instagram account. Are you on Instagram, friends listening? Join us there. You can connect with Soul Shepherding on Instagram. You can connect with Bill Galtier, Christy Galtier on Instagram. We'd love to connect with you there. But Sophia said, hey, every single post on your Instagram, I just love. It is so helpful. Our Instagram is about following Jesus with feelings and faith, and we are thankful to have a growing community there. Lots of interaction. Every day we get uh, multiple uh, comments and uh, questions, uh, dozens of them. We have uh, almost 25,000 followers now, and so it's fun to see that uh, community of authentic disciples of Jesus uh, growing. And uh, so fun to have you and this podcast with us. Is And if you got this week's blog that came in today on your email, if you're signed up, it's titled Ministry Begins with Rest. And uh, got a great reflection on that blog. This is actually one of my favorite uh, writings I've ever done. And this, this concept of Ministry Begins with Rest is one that I have uh, personally needed a lot and uh, am continually trying to live into and work from this uh, great thought that I didn't have until about, well, maybe 20 years ago, but I lived a a lot of my life as a a psychologist and as a pastor not understanding really the power of Sabbath, especially like in an experiential way, the power of Sabbath rest, and that really the the Sabbath day uh, in the biblical mindset is the first day of the week, because we, we give God the first fruits, we give God the, the first day, uh, a space to, to worship, to rest, to trust that God is love and God is at work. Uh, it's a day to abandon the outcomes of our work, our, our ministry, our relationships, our, our home, our, our problems, and abandon that to God. And instead of working like we normally would the other six days on advancing things or fixing things, we're saying, Lord, you're in charge. You're God, and today I'm going to rest and enjoy and especially emphasize being relational with you and with loved ones, and that's a powerful practice. And so as we abide in Christ in that way, in this Sabbath rest, then that becomes our source of, of purposefulness and power in our ministry uh, and our work. So ministry begins with rest. I know, Christy, you like me better when I'm in rhythm with that. I do. It makes a big difference. I notice the difference that you, it makes it so that you are more reliant upon Jesus and less reliant upon you. So I want you to say more about that. And Christy didn't know I was going to ask her this, but uh, those of you listening, if you've been listening a while, you know that I'm uh, type A. Uh, I'm not a typical therapist. I'm not a monkish spiritual director. I have learned the value of contemplative prayer and retreats, and I do live the things that we teach in soul shepherding. But a, a lot of it is coming out of my 
my brokenness and healing and my learning and, um, and my continuing to, you know, any, any speaker, a lot of times our best message is sort of talking to our weakness. And so I'm a workaholic in recovery and, uh, Christy, you live with me and you live with that, um, energy I have around activity and accomplishment and leadership. And, uh, you, you know, the difference when I'm in sync with this teaching that, Ministry begins with rest and uh, getting my Sabbath rest and then taking that into my approach to my life, my ministry, so that uh, I'm in the easy yoke of Jesus. Uh, The easy yoke of Jesus, this is something that we teach in our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. And in the Journey of the Soul book, this is the S stage in the Christ stages. The stage of spirit-led ministry is the easy yoke stage. And so this Easy yoke is really the the understanding and experience and and training and and habits of Sabbath rest being brought into our daily life, work, and ministry. So you know the difference when I'm in that easy yoke and my relational centers are on and when I'm not. And so talk to us about the difference. Well, it makes a big difference because you wake up with tremendous amounts of energy and fresh ideas, and then you go for a run and you get more fresh ideas and you start playing those out and you come back and you want to make them happen today. Uh, maybe maybe you can wait till tomorrow, but, <laughs> but probably not. And, and you want to, want to get other people activated around it and you get going down all these new ideas or, or the way we used to say it when we were younger is you have all these irons in the fire, you know, that you have envisioned of how you want to shape these, like as if you were a blacksmith. And so... You have enormous ideas and energy and vision and motivation and capacity to work, 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 work. And oftentimes that will keep you and take you out from being present to people and to some of the other realities that those of us with our our minds tuned in to some of the practical things are, are needing you to be present to. And you'll just totally not not even realize those things or not see those things or people. And also sometimes Jesus becomes one of those people that you can miss in your ideas and your excitement and your motivation and your work and your energy and your movement towards something, especially things that are new that you like to start. And so when you are learning and disciplining and training yourself to live in this easy yoke of Jesus and that ministry begins with rest, you submit on all that. You're submitting it. You've learned to submit and surrender all those ideas, all that wonderful energy, all those great things that God has given you, your your capacity to work, your your desires and visions, to, to say, Lord, that rod in the fire is yours. What do you want to do with it? Instead of just going in and getting busy to do what you want to do with it, mm-hmm. you submit it to him. And you say, I'm at your service. I'm your servant. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And you you listen and you make a space to listen, to receive that God might have a better idea or for you or for this rod or for the person this rod's going to serve. And that that's a big difference. Yeah, th- that's helpful. So now let's have you talk about it from the standpoint of how it feels for you as my wife or, you know, could be if you were my friend or if you were... Uh, working with me, 
how, how you might feel. And so I'm thinking of you who are listening right now, who some of you are married to someone like me, who is a pastor, a missionary, a leader, uh, who's type A, uh, or a, a business person who's type A, uh, and others of you are like me. And so if you can hear Christy describe her emotions of what it's like if I'm in sort of the overworking, hurried, relying on myself mode, uh, the trying to make things happen mode, or if I'm in the Sabbath yoke of Jesus and I'm in that relational space and I still have ideas, I still have passion, I still have energy, I can still work hard, but I'm, I'm doing it in a relational way in, in Jesus' easy yoke. Yeah, and it's kind of like you've learned that you need the pit stop before the race and that even during the race, you need, a, you need, a, you need that stop. You mm-hmm. need that pit stop. Right. That's true. That's good. But now tell us about how you, if you feel. So describe your, your emotions with type A bill or easy yoke bill. Well, type A bill scares me and exhausts me and leaves me in the dust. But the bill that has learned that ministry begins in rest, with rest is present to me, includes me, loves me, and I feel Christ's presence through and Christ's grace through. And I feel like I have significance also, and I have calling also and that I have something to contribute to the body of Christ also when I'm with the bill who has learned that ministry begins with rest. In other words, when I'm in the easy yoke, I'm more uh, inclusive, more, more collaborative. Relationally connective, loving, present, uh, open. Yeah. More collaborative. Better inclined to listen to you and how you feel and consider Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And I think way more brilliant, way more intelligent. Well, that's surprising. So (laughs) say more about that because all the people listening who are like me, and it's not just men, there's a lot of women that are like me. When I'm not in my type A, but I'm in this relational mode, that's more brilliant. Oh yeah. That's when you really have your best ideas because they're not your ideas. They're the Lord's. Mm. And because you, you, you get new insights and because those insights come out of a, an awareness of God's presence and his spirit in you speaking, and a groundedness that you have in him. You're, you're deeply rooted in him. That's good. So let's get back to uh, you're giving some amazing descriptions of the, the two different ways that we can function, uh, th- those of us who are type A. But I want to go deeper with understanding what it's like to be in relationship with someone who is type A, because I think this is going to help us understand leading from a rested soul. So you're saying that if, if I'm uh, trying to make things happen, I'm in a hurry, overworking, that you feel like you're, you're left in the dust. You didn't say, but I can be sort of like cranky and not in, in a relational mode. So Well, you're, you're driving the ball to the goal. And I got to get out of the way or I'm going to get tackled. Mm. Obviously doesn't feel warm, doesn't feel close. You don't feel secure. You don't feel safe. You don't feel connected to me. Right. 
or sometimes I even will feel used because you'll throw me the ball and expect me to run it and then yeah. pass it back or something. You're, there's expectations. Because I'm feel. so focused on the goal. I'm trying to get help reaching the mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not enough tuned into what you need. Right. And then also I'll, I'll tend to worry about other people that I see you mowing down that you maybe don't even know are there. Like you, you, were, you didn't realize they were there because you're seeing the goal. Right. That takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're thinking about other people. That could be family members. That could be, uh, in our case, that could be like the social operating staff. It could be, could be friends. But you're, you're thinking about how, because you're my wife, you're connected to me, and you're empathetic. And so you really think about other people feel. So that's like an additional like burden that you're carrying mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm in touch with what it's costing you and you're not. So, you know, you're... You won't, I'm aware of, you're, you're not hydrated enough. You're, you haven't eaten. Like, I'm aware of things like that, that you're not tuned in. Right. I'm trying to get a yeah. touchdown. And if I get bruised yeah. or bloodied right. or a, a broken bone or I step on somebody, it doesn't matter if I get the touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when I'm in that mode, it's right. like, yeah, it's not very sensitive to the people around me. And so one of the things that comes up is you will have, you will have feelings about this. And so that's a way that I have a chance to get back on course mm-hmm. was when you talk to me about mm-hmm. how you're experiencing our life together or working together. And that's a real important situation in terms of how you handle that. Because some, some people, some of you listening, if you're living with a type A person, whether it's your spouse or, or a friend or family member, you've got feelings about that. But do you know how to talk to that person about that, hopefully in a way that doesn't like put gasoline on fire of conflict and that doesn't like evoke defensiveness? But uh, can, can the two of you talk about that? And, and that's, I'm bringing up a whole like other podcast, but talk to us about how you talk to me. Well, I certainly haven't always done it right and don't always do it right. right sometimes but. you get angry or you blame. We have reactions. Right. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm in my when I'm in my easy yoke with Jesus, yoke uh-huh. to Jesus, then I use I statements and I take responsibility for what I'm feeling. And I ask to talk, ask if you have it to listen to some emotions that I'm having, some things I'm feeling and experiencing, and then I invite you into my experience and I share with you what it's like to be me. What to be me in relationship with Taipei Bill. And when you talk to me that way, it often, not always, because sometimes I will react with defensiveness or um, just be too pressured and not want to talk now, but it normally will warm my heart mm-hmm. and I'll feel concerned for you mm-hmm. and I'll ask questions and give you empathy and try to work that through, a repair of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then secondly, it can, it can wake me up to, oh, yeah, I, wait a minute, who am I? What am I doing? This isn't who I want to be. I, I'm, I'm uh, off kilter here, and uh, get me reconnected to the presence of the risen Jesus, uh, living and breathing in me now, mm-hmm. and get those relational centers back on, and and slow myself down. And yes, yeah, and it, it's very helpful because when the way that you respond at those moments really always increases my respect for you and then i'm better able to join in with you in the service of what you're working hard on so what we're illustrating here is that to lead from a rested soul 
is the best way to uh, be preventing burnout. And you would say you've learned that you need it, that it's good for you. It's good for me. And one of the keys in, in that learning and that, that change is the kind of relationships that I'm in, most especially my relationship with you, Christy. And so I, I think that to correct our course, if you're a type A, if you uh, tend to be uh, towards workaholism or stress overload, or this could also relate to uh, people pleasers and proneness to compassion fatigue, the, the way to self-correct is going to be a particular kind of relationship with someone who uh, you can be honest with and they can be honest with you and you can uh, give uh, and receive empathy. And that relational process can help us to wake up to our our better self, our higher values, and to tap into God's presence with us. That's and, key, but I'm, I'm not sure that's enough because you also have had to train to rest. And you've learned that when you rest out of a discipline by obeying the Lord's command here, that then you realize actually that you are tired and you need it. But you don't know that until you've learned to do it as a discipline. You d- you've discovered that. Yeah, if, if I've got a lot of important things that I'm working on, it could be projects, could be people that I'm mentoring, giving spiritual direction to, etc. Yeah, I've usually got a lot of energy and enthusiasm, and I could overdo and not realize it. But if I, when I take my Sabbath day, when I do um, soul care practices on other days, I can get in touch with, and actually I'm tired, but I have to get out of the, out of the frenzy, mm-hmm. out of the overworking, out of the people pleasing, out of the adrenaline, and just let myself rest. And, I, and I, I've had to develop habits of choosing to take a nap, choosing to meditate, choosing to go outside and be in nature and, and not work, and choosing to pray a psalm or sing a psalm and do a breath prayer. And these, these sorts of things that will calm me down and help me experience God's rest. And by doing training in those activities and doing that in solitude, doing that in community, that has helped me to develop habits. And so I will, I will choose to engage in these activities of rest, even though I don't feel like I need it. And yeah. then that will help, often will show me, actually, I am tired. Right. And so then I will sink into that, especially on my Sabbath day, I'll sink into that more. And, and then... Well, the ultimate is you just take a nap and you do, you do it with, with Jesus and, uh, or with a scripture meditation. And you, I do it as a way of uh, appreciating God's grace to me and appreciating that God is in charge of, of my, my life and my work and my ministry. And, and I don't need to be working on that right now because uh, God is loving and God is at work. And you have found through your training, and I've seen this, that actually it takes you less time and less effort now to achieve rest, that you get there quicker. So even on vacation this summer, you you said to me, wow, I'm like really amazed how quickly I transitioned from the frantic type A bill with running all these balls to the goal to bill at rest, reconnected, recalibrated. And that that's hap- that's you've gotten so that you can do that quick and achieve that rest sooner, faster, and deeper. It used to take me two or three days to really settle into a, a vacation. I just, I just didn't really know how to rest. I was in the mode of you work and then you reward yourself with, with a celebration or, or some rest or a vacation. And it's just constantly doing that. But then you're always 
you're always operating out of this cycle that, that le is leaving you depleted. And so to, to reverse it where you, you put rest first, the Sabbath day is the first day of the week, that, that changes the whole thing. But you've got to learn very deeply how to experience that rest, how to experience a way of being in relationship with God and with people where it energizes you. And, and a lot of us don't know that. A lot of us don't know how to be in relationship with someone and not be the teacher, the helper, the encourager, give reassurance. And so our experience of relationship, it's just always output. I'm always responsible. I'm always giving. And there's something we love about that because it's an honor and, and we're caring. You know, if you're, a, if you're a pastor, a missionary, a small group leader, a spiritual director, a counselor, I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But others of us in the family context and our friendships, we, we can be like this. And we have to learn how to be with people that we trust in a way that we can be vulnerable and receive empathy, receive a sense of energy because someone is leaning towards us with concern, with interest, with compassion. They're asking us questions. They're, they're praying for us. They're trying to help us understand and figure things out in our life and, and to be strengthened and encouraged in uh, our, our life uh, with Jesus. And so we that the best way to learn that is to find someone who's an expert at it, like one of our soul shepherding spiritual directors, and then just put it on your calendar. Every month, every two weeks, talk to that person, ask them to listen to you and pray for you, and just begin to learn what that's like to be in a relationship where you don't have to be responsible. You don't have to be caring and helpful. You don't have to be positive. You can just bring your mess, bring your stuff, bring your discombobulation, bring your hurt, bring your questions, and, and let someone, and let the Lord especially care for you through that person. That's how we learn to get in sync with how God has made us, that we're relational beings. And so that, these, these two sides of rest, uh, solitude and, and some spiritual disciplines with that, but then also ways of being in relationship, and there's also spiritual disciplines around that, the balance of those is what really helps us to experience that abiding in Christ life that then can sustain the 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 because we're we're joined to we're branches joined to the Christ vine and the sap of the Holy Spirit the the life of God is coming into us and now we can bear fruit naturally and so that that abiding that intimacy with Jesus is what sustains us in our our work and in our ministry so that we don't burn out. Jesus, how grateful we are for just the way that you came and even modeled this rest, the way that you showed us that as humans, we need and you desire for us to rest and connect with the Father. And I pray for each one of our listeners, Lord, that you would enable them to come to you, to find the rest for their souls that you promise, that you are the source of that you would lead them Holy Spirit as you are the wonderful master spiritual director and rhythms and trainings in this rest that would be helpful to them and in relationships that would be restorative to them as well. We pray all of this by the power of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, fall is upon us and I know the fall is a busy season, especially for pastors and leaders with all the ministries that start up in the fall. You might be thinking, why are you talking about vacation and sabbatical and rest? This isn't, I can't do that right now. Well, maybe you can't. That's true. But 
don't just write this off as not being eligible for it. The reason we're talking about this in the fall is because if you're going to do it, you've got to be intentional and you've got to be planning. And so we want you to have the vision for it as you're thinking about this coming summer. And we have practical help for you at sabbaticalguide.com. Our sabbatical coaching, our videos help you step by step how to plan for a sabbatical. Everywhere from getting it, giving your board or, or your staff or family members, other people a vision of this, getting them on board with you, sample letters, things you can hand them to help them understand why this is important and necessary, why you need this support and vision, even in applying for a grant to get a sabbatical and to get help for that. So start now and check out those resources at sabbaticalguide.com. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.